You're listening to the South Georgia Insider, sponsored by WDDQ Talk 92.1, home of the Scott James Matheson Show. Now here's your host, Theresa Boyd. Welcome to South Georgia Insider. We're the voice for businesses, organizations, and people in the region. So today's podcast is going to be an eye-opener, especially for me, because we're going to be talking about Industry 4.0. And um, just to give you a little background, uh, first came the steam and power in the Industrial Revolution, and then we had mass production and assembly lines, then automated productions, and now the 4.0 journey. And to explain all that to us, we have Joshua Whittington, Assistant Dean of Technical and Industrial Programs at Wiregrass Technical College. Welcome to the podcast, Joshua. Thanks for having me. Great. Okay, now I've interviewed you before for the magazine when we talked about some work that you were doing with your students because you're an instructor at Wiregrass. But tell us a little bit about your journey, how you got into this, and and you were a SkillsUSA champion. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I got into industrial systems and mechatronics early on in my career. Uh, While I was at high school, I was exposed to a mechatronics program, and it really encouraged me to seek out technical abilities. So after that, I've kind of devoted my personal education to to learning skills that manufacturers need for their workforce. Uh, I started at Moultrie Tech, which is now Southern Regional, our our sister college right up the road. And now I'm an instructor for for Wiregrass, teaching those same skills. Right. And Skills USA is where the students go in and they um, take their skills that they're learning and they compete on a, a national and international level. That's and correct. you uh, have competed on both. Yes. So um, I, I started my journey going to the state conference where I got gold. Me and my my uh, it's a, a two man team. So me and Corey Cleghorn competed at, at a state conference. And, and, and on what skill was that? Mechatronics. Mechatronics. So okay. A, a combination of everything that workforce needs in manufacturing. And then we went to the state conference and placed silver, which was a very great experience. And uh, that gave us the opportunity to compete at the world skills level. Okay. And then, then you went internationally. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So in 2017, we were chosen as the U.S. Um, skills team mechatronics. Um, so we spent two weeks in Abu Dhabi competing against 63 other nations, and it was a very eye-opening experience. Yeah, and then you came back, and then you now you coach. That's right. Yeah, okay. so uh, I help run our state and national conferences as well as coach the international team. Okay, so we're going to jump right into this. So I gave a little bit of history of industry, of industry, and we all, it, if you know your history, um, you know it comes back to the steam engine and all that. So then as that began to, uh, you know, progress – um, it went into just different phases. So let's kind of walk through those phases and talk about where we are now mm-hmm. and what this 4.0 means and what, you know, come in afterwards and, and how that will benefit our industry, our manufacturers and our students who are thinking about going into that. Yeah. So with each wave of, of technological innovations, we've seen changes to our workforce, changes to our manufacturing processes. So when, you know, steam and water energy first came out, we, we were able to harness that for our machines to aid in those mechanical processes. And then we introduced the assembly line, and and then eventually we got to the, the point where we're using electricity and robot robotics and automation. And we're kind of leaving that one and entering a brand new fourth wave. And that's where your megatronics really came in, in yes. that 3.0. That's where, and for our listeners, megatronics is basically... It's a combination of, of a lot of different disciplines. Our foundation is an electrical then we build on our mechanical skills, 
and then we build on our programming and fluid power skills. So students have a, imagine a toolbox of capabilities when they walk into any sort of plant, they can fix almost anything because they have a good foundation in, in every every portion of it. And as companies move to more automation, not necessarily replacing employees, but just automation in general, right? you having the people, it's not like you can just call up the plumber and have them scheduled to come in, you know, right. on two days later and fix something. You need it fixed right away. Right. So we, we've, we've seen a change in the needed skills that our workforce needs. And our mechatronics program has kind of aimed at, at supplying those skills to our workforce. So now students, yes, they need to know electrical, but they also need to know enough about robots in order to get that process up and, and running and taken care of. Okay. All right. So let's walk through now uh, 4.0. Yes. Here, here we are. Yes. Yeah, so 4.0, it's it's kind of the first time in history we've been able to actually view this change in technology and actually be a part of it and be a little bit more progressive in, in our stance of, of equipping ourselves with the needed skills. So Industry 4.0 is going to be working with all the big data analytics behind all these automated processes. Everything that we do in manufacturing now can be traced, it can be tracked back to a, a source, and it can be streamlined and made more efficient with the use of this data that these processes generate. So when you're talking about data, you're talking about the analytics that come yes. out of it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and if you can imagine, um, imagine you have a smart home. And every light bulb in your house and, and every switch, it, it knows when it's being turned on and off. Well, factories are having the exact same change. Now we have our smart factories. And, and we can. there's a lot of data that we can pull from, from those instances to help streamline processes. Okay. So uh, kind of how would an industry use this? this so uh, so for, for them, uh, um, for any of their experiences, like their, their machinery – um, there's regular maintenance, there's preventative maintenance, there's reactionary maintenance, where with enough data, you can start being able to predict when a machine's going to fail. You can be able to say, okay, th this time during our process is optimal for shutting down and maybe doing a retool or maybe replacing uh, certain components that we know we're going to wear out. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's finding the issues before they occur and fixing them to increase the efficiency of your your manufacturing process. Mm -hmm. I did a story, it's been several years ago, about trains. Um, a company up in Atlanta was doing this, something similar to this, where they could determine exactly where on the track there was going to be an issue in advance mm -hmm. so that they could re either reschedule the train or you know, make the adjustments just so that the the supply continued on. That's right. Because they were talking about the amount of money um, when a company has to shut down. And I know that last, uh, the Capstone Project, uh, I interviewed you about with your students, you had built a sim simulator. That's right. And because they need to know how to fix these things because when a assembly line stops. When production stops, that's when everything comes to a halt. Uh, that company is then losing money at that point. And, and when that company is losing money, that's that's not just the company. That's everyone who works for that company. That's our local economy. Everything starts to slow down a bit. So if we can start finding those issues and fine-tuning our workforce to be able to handle those issues, we can help increase our overall workforce and overall economy of our, our local areas. So 
you mentioned the smart homes and then there's a term out there uh, when I was doing some little bit of research on this of internet of things. That's right. So explain how that kind of all plays in. So the internet of things, everything is connected. I, I mean, I'm sitting right here. I can, I can pull up cameras at my house. I can turn on lights. I can, I can watch a Roomba go across the hallway. Um, the same thing's happening for our manufacturers, but it's, it's not what we would consider everyday appliances. It's, you know, it's presses, it's machine breaks, it's robots, it's it's a, a programmable logic controller. It's all these different manufacturing and industrial applications that are now interconnected. And our Industry 4.0 program that we're rolling out is aimed at making sure that our workforce understands those processes and how they can be interpreted and made more efficient. Okay, so let's talk about uh, how Wiregrass is going to play into this. So you already have this wonderful program with the Megatronics and the right. uh, industrial uh, technical industrial program. So is this 4.0 going to be an add-on to that, or how, how does that work? Or does a student walk in and say, I want to study 4.0? Or, I mean, how right. does that work? So we've seen the shift across all of our technologies. Uh, towards more of an automated area, whether it's truck driving or welding or, or manufacturing, we've seen the shift. The Industry 4.0 program that we're going to be rolling out in the spring is is a standalone brand new program. Okay. And it does some really great things that haven't been done before at Wiregrass um, or in the state. We're looking at combining uh, business, computer science, and manufacturing all in one program to kind of give students the idea, okay, yes, I know how to work on the machine, but I also know how to talk data. I know how to talk business. I know how to talk to that engineer, and I also know how to talk to maintenance on the ground floor. Okay, so, okay, student comes, is in high school right now. They want to go in, do this type of work. Mm -hmm. So when they come to Wiregrass, are they going to say, I want a degree in four points? Okay. Yeah, this so will be a degree program. This will be an associate's degree program with a, a, a standard timeline of two years to complete. Okay. And students will be given every single skill they're going to see with the next Industry 4.0 wave. Okay. So, so that, but they'll take a little bit of things that are already being taught now yes. and it's all being kind of meshed mm-hmm. in together. Yeah. So, existing business courses, existing computer science courses, and in- existing industrial systems courses will be a, pro- a part of this program. But we've also customized some brand new courses for the state of Georgia. They've passed um, regional accreditation so that these courses are, are represented by a body, um, SAC COC, and they're also approved by our state boards. Okay. So, Walk me kind of through how did this, I mean, did you see, because right now uh, the majority of manufacturers in this region are not using. That's right. Okay. So how did that kind of come onto your radar? I mean, you just have been studying it. You you, you knew it's coming right. and you said uh, XYZ company can't use it right now here in South Georgia because they don't have the employees. Right. Correct. Yeah. So we're, as someone who works with manufacturers a lot and, and teaching this manufacturing technology in my labs, you do see those trends start to emerge. But a large part of what made this program happen and come to be is the National Science Foundation. We applied for a NSF grant um, about five years ago now, and we were approved for that. And that has allowed us to do the research, and it's allowed us to develop and reach out to industry and say, would this be beneficial to you? 
And through through combined efforts, uh, it's def- definitely not just me. Through combined efforts of, of multiple people in industry and at Wiregrass, we were able to to come together on a consensus of we think these skills will be very beneficial for that next wave of workforce. So one of the things I always, uh, you know, try to impress on people about Wiregrass is your connectedness to the industry. Yes. Um, not only do you each have advisory boards for each of your programs, but you're actually out there mm-hmm. walking through that. So as you're out there in some of our industries here in this area, were you picking up on these type? Were the owners telling you these are some of the things we need? So what we've seen, we, we talked with um, plant supervisors and maintenance supervisors, and they, and we, we've seen what we've always seen. We, we need these skills in order to do X, Y, and Z. And we're also using some technology, um, but right now we're having to depend on outside services. And that's very common for all industries. I you mean, mean by outside, they were having to hire somebody to come in to yes. do? Okay. So like uh, for uh, a popular software to use right now in manufacturing is, is called Ignition. And that ties together and integrates all their their data into one place. Uh, but not many manufacturers have someone on, on staff, mm-hmm. especially at the, the ground floor level, that is comfortable interacting with that. So is that something they will learn in this program? Yeah, they'll be showed the basics of uh, SCADA systems and and several other key assets to manufacturers right now. Okay. So a student that maybe is a sophomore in high school right now, um, what what should they be learning or what should they be doing um, to get ready for this? Well, we are a STEM program, science, technology, engineering, and math. So um, it, if if those those are key skills for us. So I'm going to advise them to make sure you know your your math and science. Um, if you are technology based, if you like getting your hands on it, that's that's great. Do more of that. Um, but but students looking at at coming into the industry 4.0 program or anything that we have at Wiregrass, um, come on, come come to us with an open mind and and get ready to to actually apply what you're learning. Mm-hmm. So I, I know we've talked before about. Um, Students sometimes aren't aware, or and even parents aren't aware of the different types of jobs. They think, okay, my son or my daughter is very um, math oriented or science. They really like, you know, tinkering with things and whatever. And they think, well, they need to go be an engineer. They need to go to a four year, six year school. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily the case. Not necessarily. So um, there's a lot of different types of, of paths out there to to get to that career you want. Um, and for us, it's a technical path. It's getting your hands on that application, learning by doing, getting that experience under your belt. And we see a lot of students leave Wiregrass and go straight into the workforce or leave Wiregrass and go into a four-year university. Um, and, and students coming through us, they're they're going to be given a good foundation in the, the real-world experiences that's happening in our local communities. So let's talk a little bit, too, about your capstone class that when you – when these – and the Megatronics um, – is a, a kind of a the big overall umbrella for a lot of the different right. things. And um, when we did the, and I'll put the link to the story that we did last year in in the show notes. But um, you basically took your kids, your students down, and they designed. They came up with yes designed. So you're not just talking about technical skills. You're talking about communication skills. Yes. You're talking about creativity. You're talking about learning to interact because it That's was right. a four-person team. Yes. So 
our capstone projects run as a team and we reach out to industry and and we have their support so for this this particular capstone that you're mentioning we had industry come to us with a need Mm -hmm. and they said we need some sort of support system for our, our people going onto our ground floor and that's when my team my team of students uh, got together and said, we can make that happen. Let's delegate roles out to everyone in this group. Let's make sure that we're all working together. We're not only looking at one aspect, we're looking at multiple aspects. How much is this going to cost? What's the timeline? How can I find parts? Are these the parts that they use? Um, how can we all come together and you know cooperate with each other and while also completing our, our schoolwork. And they actually built a simulator that teaches the um, workers how to fix a, a, a part of the assembly line. That's correct. So the, the students actually got to tour that plant facility. They got to see that equipment in action, and they said, okay, this is what we need. And they we pretty much pulled uh, a unit off their machine, and students developed a training apparatus around that unit. And they're actually using that. They are. They yes. Are. And from what I, I remember, um, it's it was a there was nothing like this out there, at, right? At, yeah. So from what that company told us is, you know, they have divisions all across the U.S. and it's the first of their kind to have on one of their their factory floors, and w- which was a very amazing experience for my students. Yeah. So, um, you know, manufacturing uh, week month is uh, in October. Um, I think during COVID, we saw manufacturing take on a new identity. I mean, I think people really begin to think about what's being produced here in the United States. Who who are these people that are producing? We started not only the the truck drivers that are delivering it, but the companies. Right. So, have you seen a more of a um, an interest in the manufacturing in the uh, in those areas? Yes. Yeah, so. I know Georgia is going through a lot of changes right now, and we 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 have manufacturers coming to us. It seems just like every year, yeah. every year something new's either coming to the Lowndes area or coming to the to the East Coast area or North Georgia. And it's really great to see these manufacturers coming back to either the state side or or to our backyard. Mm-hmm. And we we have the workforce right now, but is our workforce prepared with those skills? Right. And um, that's kind of that that the the core of what we're aiming to do. Because you're not talking about um, training for when we talk about the workforce pipeline. You know, a pipeline pushes something in, and it takes a while for it to push out. Right. You're you're actually thinking, especially with this 4.0 year, two years, three years down, what right. and envisioning what a company will need. Yeah. The changes that we see coming that will greatly affect our companies. Um, we, we believe that the industry 4.0 program is going to equip those students with those necessary yeah. skills. So a lot of, a lot of companies in our area might not be using these industry 4.0 concepts to their fullest yet. They might only have dipped their toe in the water. Um, uh, but we know within the next, you know, four to five years, we're definitely going to have more companies that absolutely need this mm-hmm. sort of technology. So if a company here in South Georgia is listening and they, they're starting to pick up on that, they can reach out to you. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll put that, your contact information in the show notes. And um, one of the great things too about our technical schools um, is you can actually go in and do some training mm-hmm. specifically. Yes. Yeah, so we have a, a, a variety of solutions. Our, our number one goal is, is our workforce right. in, in our local community and make sure everyone's ready for, for the, the career that they choose. And um, whether that's a accredited program by students in our classroom or a flexible, customized training plan through our economic development staff, 
it, we we have options for manufacturers and options for our industries. Yeah. Um, now, would this be a program students could do through dual enrollment? So right now uh, we're 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 getting it started off in, in a, a traditional college setting with the idea of possibly one day expanding more into dual enrollment. But they could do dual enrollment for some of the other classes right. that they might need that would be a good base for them. Right. So a lot of our industrial systems and mechatronics courses move into that industry 4.0 area, and it's something that we're definitely looking to do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is there um, the 4.0, is that a level within the Skills USA competition? Not at the moment. Okay. Um, right now, I believe uh, on the world skills level, it's on the future skills side. So um, there's not a, h- a whole lot of skills right mm-hmm. now with that. But um, a lot of the foundations of Industry 4.0 is mechatronics and industrial systems, mm-hmm. which are heavily involved. Right. In and skills. so it's kind of been on the horizon for several years. Yes. And it's just now kind of beginning to become more of a terminology that's being used. Um, does it, like other types of manufacturing, go back to the German model or what they were doing in Europe? I know Germany is big with manufacturing. Yes. And- uh, so, you know, their model of especially their education model, they, they get students into their, you know, their fields a lot earlier. Right. Um, where we are still a little bit more flexible in what students have their. You know, so they their get them earlier than like what we would at a high school. Right. Yeah. So I, I, and I could be wrong here from yeah. the, from my experience. What I've seen is um, their track normally has them by middle school kind wow. of picking the industry they would like to work in. And. You know, they, they might be a little bit more limited in their opportunities, but they have they have opportunities, whereas our tracks are a little bit more flexible. You know, we, we want students to make sure that they're exposed to Industry 4.0, mechatronics, uh, T&I programs at an early age. That way they can see, you know, is that something that they want to do? Right. Right. And so now with your mechatronics and your your programs, you do have apprenticeships. Yes. So uh, we, we have several apprenticeships that we're working with right now with, with industries in South Georgia. Uh, students are able to work for a company, um, go to school, get credit for both, mm-hmm. get hours for both, and also come out with a federal federally registered apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be recognized by any any company across the U.S. Okay. All right. Well, that's been very interesting. And I know uh, after uh, I had talked to Lydia you know, about bringing you on, I started doing some research, you know, looking at it. And I was just, um, it, it wasn't a terminology that I was familiar right. with or I knew about, but um, it definitely is exciting that Wiregrass is going to kind of take a lead because you said, so within Georgia, there's not a a full program, right? This is the first of its type for a, as a full degree program. Yes. Okay, they they are, they're probably teaching some of the elements of yes. it. Yes, yes, but definitely. But pulling it all together for a student to actually graduate and say, "I have a degree with this." Yes, this is kind of the first. That's correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, in spring, we are getting our first cohort started. And so, you already have students who are interested. Yeah, we, or? we have students that are interested, but we're we're reaching out. We want to make sure everyone knows about this. That way, that they can get enrolled if if it's something that they would like to. And how check are out. you getting students to know about it? Are you talking through the high schools? We're talking to our high schools in our eleven county service area. We have a we, we as a part of this grant, we make sure we have a recruiter in place that his jobs to, to go out there and, yeah. and talk to these high schoolers and let them know. Um, and, and that's really our, our main source right now. 
is gives as the teachers and I and I would think too letting the teachers know right you know so that they can um now do y'all do anything where you bring teachers in the CTAE teachers and things into the wiregrass yes yeah. I believe through our um, our high school services we we've done that in the past we've gotten our local uh, schools together just so they can take a tour of campus see what all programs that we offer um, if if this is something that interests you my contact information is out there I encourage you to swing by campus connect with me. Uh, I love giving industry tours and tours to individuals. So uh, I'll put your uh, contact information at the bottom of the show notes. And also, is there already information about this on the Wiregrass website? I believe so. It was recently approved. Okay. Um, I can get so, that from Lydia. So that, that information yeah. should be up on our website under our programs of study. Okay. And it's it's out there. Okay. All right. Well, Joshua, thanks. I always enjoy talking to you. You've always got a lot, so much interesting things to say. And I appreciate you joining us here on South Georgia Insider. Um, and we look forward to having you back again soon. So we invite everyone to join us next time as we continue to highlight why South Georgia is a great place to live, work, and play. Thanks to our producer, Spencer Van Horn, with Small Town Broadcasting.